0: Welcome to OOD Works, the podcast, a show about unique individuals and the services provided by Opportunities for Ohioans with Disabilities. The state agency that helps individuals with disabilities find a job and be more independent. Here's your host, Kim Jump.
1: June 2020 marks the 50th anniversary of Opportunities for Ohioans with Disabilities as the State Vocational Rehabilitation Agency. Although the name has changed over the years, our commitment to Ohioans with disabilities remains the same. Prior to the coronavirus pandemic, I had the pleasure of interviewing Jennifer Strank, OOD Vocational Rehabilitation Counselor. Please note that as of the episode's published date of June eleventh, 2020, OOD staff are working from home and continuing to communicate with the individuals we serve. On today's episode of OOD Works, the podcast, I am joined by one of our vocational rehabilitation counselors, Jennifer Strank. Jennifer, thank you for agreeing to be on the podcast. No problem, happy to be here. I think it's great for our listeners to be able to hear from a counselor such as yourself, to understand the important work that often is taking place behind the scenes, to support individuals with disabilities. So I'm really excited about our conversation today. And my first question for you is how did you get started with OOD?
0: Well, I actually worked for a mental health agency as a vocational coordinator and then became a vocational supervisor. And when I learned that there was gonna be a potential opening up in my home county uh, due to somebody who was retiring, I applied, and everything worked out perfectly,
1: and this July, I'll be here for 15 years. Oh, that's fantastic. 15 years, you've seen a lot of change over the years, I bet. Yeah,
0: I have, but change is okay. It's expected, and it is what it is. You just kind of got to roll with it. Exactly.
1: Tell our listeners, as a counselor today, kind of what's your a typical day look like? Well, there is no typical day, I guess. The
0: thing I like best about being a vocational rehabilitation rehabilitation counselor is that every day is not the same. I enjoy working with people, obviously, collaborating with my coworkers, of course, and agency partners. We work a lot with, I'm embedded at a local Ohio means job center, so I work a lot with the partners here. Uh, along with the DD boards and the mental health agencies. So for me, no day is the same. So it's talking on the phone, meeting with clients. I travel a lot since I am embedded. I meet with clients in the libraries, in the community, and sometimes they'll come to me. But mostly I try to stay in the office at least three days a week. And then I'm typically in the field a couple days also
1: for folks that, that are maybe just hearing about an embedded counselor for the first time. So your your actual office is at Ohio Means Jobs in Columbiana County.
0: Correct. I'm headquartered in Youngstown, but I spend
1: most of my time here in Columbiana County. What advantage do you see um, for those that we serve having, having kind of you right there at an Ohio Means Job? How how is that to an advantage of um, individuals who get linked with our services?
0: Well, for us in our county, we don't have a big public transportation system. So um, we're located at the Ohio Means Job Center, which is also in the same building that the Department of Job and Family Services is. So mm-hmm. that's helpful for clients because a lot of our clients do not drive or they rely on family and friends. So being here in the county seat is right in the middle of the action. So for us, it's helpful to be here in Lisbon, Ohio.
1: Gotcha. And that's a, a site for folks who are local there that's well-known. And if they do, for, for some reason, need to come to you, I'm sure they know where that is. Uh, sometimes, but sometimes
0: not. So if somebody hasn't ever worked in the past, they don't even know what an Ohio means Job Center is. So, but if I say, you know, the um, job and family services building, they typically know what that is because maybe they're coming for uh, their Medicaid, their uh, food stamps. Uh, We're also beside the board of elections. So I tell people that as well as the county veterans office is also in our building. So that's a good identifier for a lot of people.
1: Excellent. Thank you for explaining that. I'm definitely going to include that. That's, um, I think, great. For folks to understand Mm -hmm. does it does it help uh being in ohio means jobs for collaborating with uh other agencies
0: oh absolutely in ours specifically um we have uh mcta which is mahoney columbiana training association they actually have a big huge grant in project with um I believe it is through Job and Family Services. It's called CCMEP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't ask me what that stands for. Comprehensive case yeah, management, com- something.
1: <laughs> yeah, employment program, I believe.
0: Yeah, it's mostly centered for the youth population, I think age 14 to 24, maybe. Uh, so we do collaborate a lot with them and get some referrals um, with the career consultants through MCTA. But also, there's a veteran rep here. So we also get some referrals from him, and then individuals who are coming in for unemployment, they have questions about that, or just plain job seekers. Once the front desk staff knows that they have a disability or disabling condition, then we get called in, and uh, that's
1: where we get a lot of our referrals, too, from walk-ins and then the other partners. That's great. It sounds to me like you work with a diverse range of clients. Yes,
0: I do. I have a general caseload. So I have individuals with all types of disabilities from, you know, autism to physical disabilities, to mental health, learning disabilities, autism, all kinds of disabilities. And then the age range too. I do have some youth on my caseload. When I say youth, I don't mean too, too young, but a couple high school kids, all the way up to you know, retirees that want to re-enter the workforce or haven't been in the workforce for a while.
1: And I bet that adds to that sense that you described earlier of, uh, you know, every day is different, you know, every client's different.
0: Yeah, I'm glad I have a generalized caseload so that um, it's not the same thing every day. Actually, I don't even think it could be the same thing every day with the kind of work that we do. So I enjoy different disabilities. I see things that I've never seen before and things that some disabilities I've never heard of that I have to uh research. Couple recently I've had a couple people who have lupus, and that's not something that I've worked with in the past. So just kind of educating myself on what their limitations and barriers are has been kind of new lately. Gotcha. Jennifer, what do you like best about the job? For me, it's seeing at the very end that successful closure you know when people come in and see us sometimes the majority of the time they're very defeated they're depressed they've lost their identity they haven't worked in a long time or they've worked at a job and they've become disabled and they can't go back to that Um, or it's the individual who's never worked you know maybe they're in their 20s and they've just been on social security all their life they've never worked and Nobody's ever really had that conversation with them. So getting to that end and talking about closing the case successfully and seeing the
1: growth and uh, self-esteem is just amazing. You mentioned identity. How would you describe how work helps with identity?
0: Well, and I'm just thinking, you know, think about the job you do. And, and I just can't imagine not working. Um The first question typically people ask when you're meeting new people, you know, what do you do? And for a lot of our people, that is a very uncomfortable question. If they don't have a job, then they feel low self-esteem about themselves. I just can't imagine not working. There's not a day that I don't wake up and say, oh, I hate my job. I don't want to go to work. I think I'm in the minority of that, but I just really enjoy working and to help people work no matter what it is whether it's you know just getting back into the workforce getting their first job or doing whatever it's just a great feeling it helps with recovery I used to work in a mental health center and I have a lot of people with mental illness on my caseload and I feel working really does lead to recovery I'm a pretty big advocate of that
1: yeah yeah You must have been excited when it was announced that the agency was launching OOD Jobs for Recovery. Yeah, I actually
0: um, have somebody that I've worked with. She is kind of one of my success stories. I'm really excited about her. She, if I remember correctly, she was a pretty uh, hardcore into some major drugs, heroin and opioids and uh, she was living a pretty rough lifestyle for I think seven years if I remember. And when she came to me, she had started her college program, you know, before she kind of went into a bad place and she really only needed one more year of college to finish her social work degree. And she's recently, and at that point I think she was maybe nine months in sobriety, she just graduated. And two weeks ago, she started a job and she's working with children with disabilities, with autism to be exact. And it's just amazing to when she graduated and called me and said, I got a job. So it was just really, I mean, it, addiction affects a lot of people. And yeah, that just gave me goosebumps. Yeah, I really, really, I'm happy for her. I, she's just amazing. When I met her, I just got chills when she was telling me that. She was revived from Narcan, I think like five times and she's just a beautiful person. And I just I remember after that meeting with her, I just I was pretty shook up for a couple of days. I just went home and I just talked to my kids about drugs and how it can affect anybody because she's just beautiful. You
1: wouldn't think that when she walked into the office that that was was going on with her. And then it had such a stronghold, it sounds like. I mean, Ah, wonderful for her to break through. Yeah, she, um, you know, it it was, give her all the credit in the world because it's not easy going through that. Jennifer, what do the individuals you serve tend to say about you? Are there any common themes? I would hope that they say, you know, even though it's part of my job to be nice
0: and to listen to people, I would think that they would say that I'm a pretty genuine person and that they know that I'm here to truly help them and support them. We live in a small community, so I'm out and about, you know, if I see it's not uncommon for me to see clients, you know, at the grocery store or wherever. And I've had people come up to me and thank me and tell me they're still working or introduce me to their friends or family. So that always feels good. Um, It's just, a very good feeling for me just to know that I still get phone calls from clients a couple years down the road. Once their case is closed, they'll call me just to tell me they're still working or they'll call me to tell me that they want to refer a friend or a family member to us. And then they specifically ask for me. So that makes me feel
1: good. That's a testament for sure. Well, it's apparent that you love what you do. Um, I do. What, what does it mean to you to work with individuals with disabilities? I don't have any personal stories or anything, and I know it kind
0: of sounds corny, uh, but I really try not to see the disability in the person. I try to see the whole person. Um, you can ask my kids, I preach to them all the time that people are unique and not to judge or, or be, bully people. You know, I know that for me, whenever I'm not working, I just innately are always looking for opportunities to network with people about our clients. You know, when I meet people um, for the first time, I'm always asking them, what kind of job do they do? I'm always trying to find employment opportunities for our clients. So if um, I'm meeting one of my kids' parents for the first time or whatever, I'm always asking, what kind of work do you do? And a couple times that has actually led to employment opportunities for some of my clients, so. I don't know i just believe in being just a good person being a good human and not judging people i guess it's worked because my daughter is um just starting college and she's interested at this moment in being a special education teacher so we'll see if that holds
1: i'm sure your work has played into that and has inspired her from what she's probably heard from you at home about your work
0: Oh, there's not a day that we don't talk about
1: not being good
0: humans in my household so (laughs) I like it do you have clients who stand out in your mind a couple that I come to mind recently just maybe two weeks ago I we successfully closed a young man who when I say young man he's probably in his 30s but to me he's a young man I guess Uh, he's diagnosed with autism he's never ever worked at all and um he got hired at a local retail store. He's making 11 bucks an hour and it's just amazing. He takes such pride in his job and he's always telling me the next time I'm in the store that I have to ask for him. So um, that's a, that's a good one. Um, Another one that a local coffee shop hired this young lady and she has a severe stuttering disorder. And I mean, the most severe I have ever heard. And she was actually just featured on their Facebook page as their employee of the month. So that one was another happy one. Um, Let's see. Oh, another young lady. She um, came to us. I did her intake. This has been a while ago because she was working for 10 years as a receptionist at um, a local office building. She worked there for 10 years. She had spina bifida. And she had never, ever worked, but she had some medical complications and she actually ended up having to leave that job. She, that was just very successful. When I first met her, she had like no self-esteem, never even really thought about working, but she'd been there for 10 years, which was amazing. Uh, One young man, he, I met him when he was in high school, I think maybe his junior year and he was diagnosed with ADHD, um, autism, and he has cochlear implants. And he just—I probably closed him, maybe, um, maybe five, six months ago. He completed his bachelor's degree, and he's an engineer. So that one was pretty exciting. It's gotta just feel so good. Yeah, it does. I mean, I could go on. I could talk like about everybody because everybody's a success in my mind. The guy that I'm working with—he's 31, and he has cerebral palsy. When I met with him his big reason for wanting to get involved with us was more socialization and meeting people Mm -hmm. and i'm and i said well okay but you know we are here to talk about employment but he um and he's a big big sports fan uh you know he's into the cleveland browns and i didn't hold that against him but he's a big (laughs) Browns fan and he's a sports writer and an analyst, and he has weekly podcasts, and it is just amazing when you see his videos and his podcasts. He's just smiling from ear to ear. He's totally in his own element, and it is just so
1: awesome to be a part of. Yeah, that's really fabulous. As a counselor, um, is there anything that you want Ohioans to know about OOD? or about the work you do. I feel like our services are definitely
0: underutilized. I feel like there's a lot of people out there who don't know about us, uh, whether that's clients as well as employers. So, you know, I do feel like we're doing a better job trying to reach out to people to learn about our agency. But the main thing is, is, and I do it on a daily basis, like I said earlier, I'm just always talking to people about the benefits of hiring people with disabilities. You know, I think everybody has just preconceived notions in their mind about what a person with a disability is like. And it's really hard for people to see the big picture until they've really had a personal experience. So every day I'm just trying to get the word out and encourage people to hire people with disabilities and encouraging people with disabilities to try to work. They don't have to always be on Social Security, they don't have to, you know, do nothing. Because again, work is important and that's what people identify with. Right. It's just about finding the right fit. Absolutely, I mean everybody, you know, has to work and has to get a paycheck every two weeks, and not everybody loves their job. And some people, you know, just want to have a purpose, and that's what it's all about: is getting up and having a purpose.
1: Mm-hmm. As a counselor, you work with a team of individuals to to support those that we serve. Can you talk a bit about that? Um, sure.
0: When you when I think about the team, I think about the family whether it's a parent a spouse whomever a case manager for some individuals that would be maybe somebody with a mental health diagnosis or somebody with a developmental disability that would have a case manager they're important to the success in the planning Uh, but the big collaboration is with our job developers I guess the main point I want to make with that is that the job developers are the ones who are really are out there pounding the pavement and contacting the employers, and I just feel like they need a big shout out because a lot of my successes are not going to happen without the help of the our local job developers. When I'm talking to a client about successfully closing their case because they've been at their 90 days and they're working, um, not only do they thank me for the help, but Typically, they're thanking their job developer and their job coach because they're the ones who were uh, instrumental in them finding the job and learning the job duties if they had a job coach. So they're the ones that really need a pat on the back as
1: well. So since you're in an embedded office, do you have the opportunity to be around coworkers very often?
0: Yes, I do. Um, Once a month, we have a staff meeting in Youngstown. Uh, We also have once a month counselor meetings where we meet and we kind of collaborate on cases and, um, you know, talk about our hard cases, talk about, you know, what to do. So, I just, if I what I value my coworkers very much. You know, we all get along. We have our moments where we need to vent, but at the end of the day, we're always there for each other. I have another counselor that I work with at the uh, Ohio Means Job Center. We're both embedded. So her and I really bounce a lot of things off of each other. For me, I've always been an embedded counselor because we've never had an office in our county. When I go up to Youngstown, sometimes it's hard for me to get into the groove because I'm not in my normal setting. But I do tend to travel up there a couple other times a month because I do have uh, cases in Mahoney County as well. So, I do have the opportunity to uh, go up there more and collaborate. So, my supervisor's up in Youngstown, so we do phone conversations a lot as well as our monthly supervision. So, I just, I couldn't do without my co-workers as well. And that goes, I mean, for everybody. I'm not just meeting my, my counselor cohorts, but Our caseload assistants, they're very instrumental in helping, as well as our AEs. You know, the faster our AEs, and that's the account examiners, the faster they're doing my authorizations, the quicker my clients are getting services, the faster my caseload assistant is requesting records. That means I get the diagnosis back quicker, and that just helps the services for our clients get done when everybody's working quickly
1: and efficiently. A transcript of today's episode is available at ood.ohio.gov forward slash podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a rating and review. We're on social media at Ohio OOD. Do you have a disability? Do you want a job? We can help. OODworks.com.